0: Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A. C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. First Canto, Chapter 6, Texts 29 through 38. Text 29. At the end of the millennium, when the personality of Godhead, Lord Narayan, lay down within the water of devastation, Brahma began to enter into him along with all creative elements, and I also entered through his breathing. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Narada is known as the son of Brahma, as Lord Krishna is known as the son of Vasudeva. The Personality of Godhead and His liberated devotees like Narada appear in the material world by the same process. As it is said in the Bhagavad Gita, the birth and activities of the Lord are all transcendental. Therefore, according to authorized opinion, the birth of Narada as the son of Brahma is also a transcendental pastime. His appearance and disappearance are practically on the same level as that of the Lord. The Lord and His devotees are therefore simultaneously one and different as spiritual entities. They belong to the same category of transcendence. 30. After 4,300,000,000 solar years, when Brahma awoke to create again by the will of the Lord, all the rishis, like Marichi, Angira, Atri, and so on, were created from the transcendental body of the Lord, and I also appeared along with them. Purport by the duration of a day in the life of Brahma is 4,320,000,000 solar years. This is also stated in the Bhagavad Gita. So for this period, Brahmaji rests in Yoga Nidra within the body of the Garbhadakshaya Vishnu, the generator of Brahma. Thus, after the sleeping period of Brahma, When there is again creation, by the will of the Lord, through the agency of Brahma, all the great rishis again appear from different parts of the transcendental body, and Narada also appears. This means that Narada appears in the same transcendental body, just as a man awakes from sleep in the same body. Sri Narada is eternally free to move in all parts of the transcendental and material creations of the Almighty he appears and disappears in his own transcendental body, which is without distinction of body and soul, unlike conditioned beings. Text 31 Since then, by the grace of the Almighty Vishnu, I travel everywhere without restriction, both in the transcendental world and in the three divisions of the material world. This is because I am fixed in unbroken devotional service of the Lord." PURPORT by As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, there are three divisions of the material spheres. Namely, the Urdvaloka, topmost planets, madhyaloka, midway planets, and adoloka, downward planets. Beyond the Urdvaloka planets, that is to say, above the brahmaloka, are the material coverings of the universe, and above that is the spiritual sky, which is unlimited in expansion. Containing unlimited, self-illuminated Vaikuntha planets, inhabited by God Himself along with His associates, who are all eternally liberated living entities. Sri Narada Muni could enter all these planets, in both the material and spiritual spheres, without restriction, as much as the Almighty Lord is free to move personally in any part of His creation. In the material world, the living beings are influenced by the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance. But Srinarda Muni is transcendental to all these material modes, and thus he can travel everywhere, unrestricted. He is a liberated spaceman. The causeless mercy of Lord Vishnu is unparalleled, and such mercy is perceived by the devotees only by the grace of the Lord. Therefore, the devotees never fall down. But the materialists, in other words, the fruit of workers and the speculative philosophers, do fall down, being forced by their respective modes of nature. The rishis, as above mentioned, cannot enter into the transcendental world like Narada. This fact is disclosed in the Nishringha Purana. Rishis like Marichi are authorities in fruitive work, and rishis like Sanaka and Sanatana are authorities in philosophical speculations. But Sri Narada Muni is the prime authority for transcendental devotional service of the Lord. All the great authorities in the devotional service of the Lord follow in the footsteps of Narada Muni in the order of the Narada Bhakti Sutra and therefore all the devotees of the Lord are unhesitatingly qualified to enter into the kingdom of God, by <music> TEXT 32 And thus I travel, constantly singing the transcendental message of the glories of the Lord, vibrating this instrument, called avina, which is charged with transcendental sound, and which was given to me by Lord Krishna. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The musical stringed instrument called the Veena, which was handed to Narada by Lord Sri Krishna, is described in the Linga Purana, and this is confirmed by Srila Jiva Goswami. This transcendental instrument is identical with Lord Sri Krishna and Narada because all of them are of the same transcendental category. Sound vibrated by the instrument cannot be material, and therefore the glories and pastimes which are broadcast by the instrument of Narada are also transcendental, without a tinge of material inebriety The seven singing meters, namely, Sa, Sajja, Ra, Rishaba, Ga, Gandhara, Ma, Madhyama, Pa, Panchama, Da, Daivata, and Ni, Nishada, are also transcendental and specifically meant for transcendental songs. As a pure devotee of the Lord, Śrī is always fulfilling his obligation to the Lord for the gift of this instrument, and thus he is always engaged in singing his transcendental glories and is therefore infallible in his exalted position. Following in the footsteps of sri Nārada-muni, a self-realized soul in the material world should also properly use the sound meters, namely, saragama etc., in the service of the Lord, by constantly singing the glories of the Lord, as confirmed in the (music) Bhagavad-gita. TEXT 33 The Supreme Lord, Śrī Krishna, whose glories and activities are pleasing to hear, at once appears on the seat of my heart, as if called for, as soon as I begin to chant His holy activities. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda The Absolute Personality of Godhead is non-different from His transcendental name, form, pastimes, and the sound vibrations thereof. As soon as a pure devotee engages himself in the pure devotional service of hearing, chanting, and remembering the name, fame, and activities of the Lord. At once he becomes visible to the transcendental eyes of the pure devotee by reflecting himself on the mirror of the heart by spiritual television. Therefore, a pure devotee who is related with the Lord in loving transcendental service can experience the presence of the Lord at every moment. It is a natural psychology in every individual case that a person likes to hear and enjoy his personal glories enumerated by others. That is a natural instinct. And the Lord, being also an individual personality like others, is not an exception to this psychology because psychological characteristics visible in the individual souls are but reflections of the same psychology in the Absolute Lord. The only difference is that the Lord is the greatest personality of all and Absolute in His affairs. If, therefore, the Lord is attracted by the pure devotee's chanting of His glories, there is nothing astonishing. Since He is Absolute, He can appear Himself in the picture of His glorification, the two things being identical. Śrīla Narada chants the glorification of the Lord not for his personal benefit, but because the glorifications are identical with the Lord. Narada Muni penetrates into the presence of the Lord by the transcendental chanting. Text 34. It is personally experienced by me that those who are always full of cares and anxieties due to desiring contact with the senses and their objects can cross the ocean of nescience on a most suitable boat, the constant chanting of the transcendental activities of the Personality of Godhead. PURPORT The symptom of a living being is that he cannot remain silent even for some time. He must be doing something, thinking of something, or talking about something. Generally, the materialistic men think and discuss about subjects which satisfy their senses. But as these things are exercised under the influence of the external, illusory energy, such sensual activities do not actually give them any satisfaction. On the contrary, they become full with cares and anxieties. This is called maya, or what is not. That which cannot give them satisfaction is accepted as an object for satisfaction. So Narada Muni, by his personal experience, says that satisfaction for such frustrated beings engaged in sense gratification is to chant always the activities of the Lord. The point is that the subject matter only should be changed. No one can check the thinking activities of a living being, nor the feeling, willing, or working processes. But if one wants actual happiness, one must change the subject matter only. Instead of talking about the politics of a dying man, one might discuss the politics administered by the Lord Himself. Instead of relishing activities of the cinema artists, one can turn his attention to the activities of the Lord with His eternal associates, like the gopis and lakshmis. The Almighty Personality of Godhead, by His causeless mercy, descends to the earth and manifests activities almost on the line of worldly men, but at the same time extraordinarily, because he is almighty. It does so for the benefit of all conditioned souls, so that they can turn their attention to transcendence. By doing so, the conditioned soul will gradually be promoted to the transcendental position, and easily cross the ocean of nescience, the source of all miseries. This is stated from personal experience by such an authority as Sri Narada Muni. And we can have the same experience also if we begin to follow in the footsteps of the great sage, the dearmost devotee of the Lord. Text 35 It is true, that by practicing a restraint of the senses by the yoga system, one can get relief from the disturbances of desire and lust. But this is not sufficient to give satisfaction to the soul, for this satisfaction is derived from devotional service to the Personality of Godhead. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Yoga aims at controlling the senses. By practice of the mystic process of bodily exercise in sitting, thinking, feeling, willing, concentrating, meditating, and at last being merged into transcendence, one can control the senses. The senses are considered like venomous serpents, and the yoga system is just to control them. On the other hand, Narada Muni recommends another method for controlling the senses in the transcendental loving service of Mukunda, the Personality of Godhead. By his experience, he says that devotional service to the Lord is more effective and practical than the system of artificially controlling the senses. In the service of Lord Mukunda, the senses are transcendentally engaged. Thus, there is no chance of their being engaged in sense satisfaction. The senses want some engagement. To check them artificially is no check at all, because as soon as there is some opportunity for enjoyment, the serpentine senses will certainly take advantage of it. There are many such instances in history, just like Visvamitra Munis falling victim to the beauty of Menaka. But Thakur Haridas was allured at midnight by the well-dressed Maya, and still she could not induce the great devotee into her trap. The whole idea is that without devotional service of the Lord, neither the yoga system nor dry philosophical speculation can ever become successful. Pure devotional service of the Lord, without being tinged with fruitive work, mystic yoga, or speculative philosophy, is the foremost procedure to attain self-realization. Such pure devotional service is transcendental in nature, and the symptoms of yoga and gan are subordinate to such a process. When the transcendental devotional service is mixed with a subordinate process, it is no longer transcendental, but is called mixed devotional service. Srila Vyasadeva, the author of Srimad Bhagavatam, will gradually develop all these different systems of transcendental realization in the text. Text 36 O Vyasadeva You are freed from all sins. Thus I have explained my birth and activities for self-realization, as you asked. All this will be conducive for your personal satisfaction also. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The process of devotional activities, from the beginning to the stage of transcendence, is all duly explained to satisfy the inquiries of Vyasadeva. Narada has explained how the seeds of devotional service were sown by transcendental association and how they gradually developed by hearing messages. The result of such hearing is detachment from worldliness, so much so that even a small boy could receive the death news of his mother, who was his only caretaker, as the blessing of God. And at once he took the opportunity to search out the Lord. A sincere urge for having an interview with the Lord was also granted to him, although it is not possible for anyone to see the Lord with mundane eyes. He also explained how by the execution of pure transcendental service one can get rid of the fruit of action of accumulated work and how he transformed his material body into a spiritual one. The spiritual body is alone able to enter into the spiritual realm of the Lord, and no one but a pure devotee is eligible to enter into that kingdom of God. All the mysteries of transcendental realization were duly experienced by Narada Muni himself, and therefore by hearing such an authority, one can have some idea of the results of devotional service, which are hardly delineated even in the original texts of the Vedas. In the Vedas and Upanishads, there are only indirect hints to all of this. Nothing is directly explained there, and therefore Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is the mature fruit of all the Vedic trees of literature. Text 37. Sutta, Goswami said. Thus addressing Vyasadeva, Srila Narada Muni took leave of him, and vibrating on his vena instrument, he left to wander at his free will. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Every living being is anxious for full freedom because that is his transcendental nature. And his freedom is obtained only through the transcendental service of the Lord. Illusioned by the external energy, everyone thinks that he is free, but actually he is bound up by the laws of nature. A conditioned soul cannot freely move from one place to another, even on this earth, and what to speak of one planet to another. But, A full-fledged, free soul, like Narada, always engaged in chanting the Lord's glories, is free to move not only on earth, but also in any part of the universe, as well as in any part of the spiritual sky. You can just imagine the extent and unlimitedness of His freedom, which is as good as that of the Supreme Lord. There is no reason or obligation for His traveling, and no one can stop him from his free movement. Similarly, the transcendental system of devotional service is also free. It may or may not develop in a particular person, even after he undergoes all the detailed formulas. Similarly, the association of the devotees is also free. One may be fortunate to have it, or one may not have it, even after thousands of endeavors. Therefore, in all spheres of devotional service, freedom is the main pivot. Without freedom, there is no execution of devotional service. The freedom, surrendered to the Lord, does not mean that the devotee becomes dependent in every respect. To surrender unto the Lord, through the transparent medium of the spiritual master, is to attain complete freedom of life. Text 38 All glory and success to Sri Narada Muni because he glorifies the activities of the Personality of Godhead. And so doing, he himself takes pleasure and also enlivens all the distressed souls of the universe. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Śrī Muni plays on his instrument to glorify the transcendental activities of the Lord and to give relief to all miserable living entities of the universe. No one is happy here within this universe, and what is felt as happiness is Maya's illusion. The illusory energy of the Lord is so strong that even a hog who lives on filthy stool feels happy. No one can be truly happy within this material world. Sri Lanarda Muni, in order to enlighten the miserable inhabitants, wanders everywhere. His mission is to get them back home, back to Godhead. That is the mission of all genuine devotees of the Lord, following in the footsteps of that great sage. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the first canto, sixth chapter of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, entitled, Conversation Between Nārada and Vyās. This millennium I was born as the son of a certain maidservant, engaged in the service of brahmanas, who were following the principles of Vedānta. When they were living together during the four months of the rainy season, I was engaged in their personal service.
1: So, this is the uh, previous life history of Naradmani. muni is explaining about his previous life to Bāyāj What was the previous life? The son of a maid servant. Maid servant means sudrani, not born of a Brahmin family, low class maid servant. So, from this position, Nārada-muni became the greatest muni. He is describing his own life. This is the most important point, that, first of all, he was a boy, three, four or five years old boy, no knowledge. And second point is that he was not born in a very high-grade family, aristocratic family, rich family, no. Made sermon, son. He did not give any information of his father also. Dasya. Dasya means uh, there is no certainty to his father. Dashi. Dashi Putra. Eh? Formerly, uh, big, big man, especially Kshatriyas. Just like when Bosude was married with Devoki. So uh, with Devoki many hundreds of maid sermons are given with Bosude. That is the system, especially amongst the Chatrias. When a Chatriya king is married, uh, then along with the queen, many girlfriends of the queen, there also taken away. This is also a nice solution of social problem, because female population is always greater than the male. Therefore, the royal order, they would accept all these girls as associates. And sometimes, they would be pregnant, and there will be son. They are called Dashiputra. They are not neglected. They are equally taken care of. But they were not heir to the throne. Only the married wife's son, just like Vidura. Vidura's birth was like that. Uh, Vidura was not born of the queen but med-servant. And Dhritarashtra, uh, he took him as his brother. There was no discrimination because one is born of the med-servant. No, equal treatment. Only the restriction was that he would not inherit the throne. That was the system. So here, uh, of course it appears that Nārada Muni was not of that kind of dāsī-putra, ordinary dāsī-putra. Because the, such dāsī or the servant they do not come out for common service. They remain within the palace. So the point is that narad Muni in his previous life was not very recognized family, neither Brahmin nor nothing of the sort, he still. He became next life the Narada what is the cause? What the cause is Nirupita Balakheva Yoginam. I was appointed a boy sermon of the devotees. The importance is that. Devotee is so important that if anyone renders a little service, then he becomes elevated to the spiritual life. What balak Bālaka means there was a boy. You boy bringing this, or do this, just wash my cloth, or just set up my bedding, like that, this much servant, or wash this dish. So, the devotional service is so powerful. But doing this, this will be described later. On. So simply by doing this little service to the Jogina, you are so blessed that next life he became narad. This point is very important. Point. That is being explained. Another point is, that when one is situated, Narad, after this life, he became situated in a spiritual life. The spiritual life, therefore, he was able to go anywhere. Narad is traveling all over the universe, not only within this material world, in the spiritual world. He goes to see Nārāyāna in the spiritual world. <clears throat> so this is one point that in spiritual life one is free to move. There is no re- re- requisition of this aeroplane or and Even in this material world those who are very highly elevated uh, that is called they live they in the Siddha-loka. There is a that is described in the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Siddha Loka. The Siddha Loka, the inhabitants of the Siddha Loka, they don't require any plan. They can go because Siddha means the inhabitants in that planet, they are all perfect in Astra Siddhi Yoga. By Yogi, Perfection, one can uh, travel in the space, just like Durvāśa-muṇī. He traveled in the space. uh, When there was uh, chasing by the sutasyam Chakra. he by yogic power, he fled from one place to another, he even entered the spiritual uh, nature, and saw Vishnu personally. Still, he was condemned. Uh, the Sudarshan chakra was after him chasing, he tried to insult Amvarīṣa Maharaj Vishnu. So he wanted to kill, not only insult, but he want to kill him. Uh, a demand was immediately produced by his hair. The yogis can do that. Uh, anima, uh, anima, lagima, prapti, siddhi, whatever they like, immediately brought one demon. Uh, so, but Vaishnava, maharaj he was neither yogi nor he could display any yogic perfection, but he was protected by Krishna, by the sudars and uh, This is Vaishnava's… Vaishnava do not require to practice any yogic power, to become materially powerful. Uh, he doesn't require. Uh, simply he surrender to Krishna makes him all power. This is uh, the position of Vaishnav. Uh, Vaishnav, they do not care for all this yogic power. Uh, they depend on Krishna. Uh, and who can be. Krishna is the Jogeshara, all master. Jatra Krishna, Jatra Hari Jyogesha. So if one takes shelter of the Jyogesha, the master of all mystic power, why he should bother about this yogic power? A poor man may try to earn money by hard labor, but one who is a very, very rich man's son, why should he live? The father's money is sufficient. Similarly, a devotee, a sincere devotee, he is under the protection of Krishna, and under the protection of Krishna means under the protection of all six kinds of opulences riches, then strength, then reputation, wisdom. Renunciation, beauty, the six kinds of opulence. Krishna under Tato. This is stated. Because if you get some or other Krishna's favor, then there is no question of any more profit, sufficient profit. You have got everything. Simply be sincere to the service of Krishna, then you have got everything. There is no need of trying for this or that. Just means, if one is situated under the shelter of Krishna's lotus feet, then Guru Nābhi Dhukhena na Chalat. If there is a generous type of uh, inconvenience, then he is not disturbed. He knows. Just like Ombuddhis Maharaja, Pallad uh, Maharaja. There are many instances. His uh, father, Hiranapasipu, was giving him trouble and chastising. He uh patient, no, not disturbed. So be sure. That uh, if you are uh, if you have actually taken shelter of the lotus feet of Krishna, there is no question of danger. And Krishna confirms it. my dear, you declare to the world the my devotee will be never vanquished by any enemy. That is Krishna's assurance. So, why should we try to. Uh, of course, if Krishna's order is there, that is another thing. that's like Arjuna. Uh, Arjuna was ordered by Krishna, you fight. When Krishna says you fight, you must fight. Uh, not that Krishna says you fight, and you say, no, I have taken your shelter, Why shall I fight? No, that's not. That is disobedience. When Krishna says, you fight, you must fight. Uh, uh, our life should be that whatever Krishna says, that is full surrender. All His representative says, that is my life. Vishnu uh, Cakvati has explained in the Bhagavad-gītā, mm-hmm. bhavaṣātmikā buddhī rekiha kuruṇandana bhahuṣākā Anantas uh, buddhya vyāvaṣāyī so our, we should be fixed up on the order of Krishna coming through the spiritual master. Then our life is successful. Uh, this is the secret of success in spiritual life. Just uh, prasadad bhagavad prasad. This is a uh, We have to please the spiritual master, and if he is pleased, then Krishna is. The argument that we do not see Krishna personally, how we can satisfy? You satisfy your spiritual master, then Krishna is pleased. Just <laughs> prasadat, bhagavat prasad. Just prasadat, and if you want to please directly Krishna and show your spiritual master plantain, then nagati it will be all useless. Jasha Prasada Bhagavat Prasada Josha Aprasada Nagati Kutobi. Uh, so this Naradmani's history is very interesting. Uh, that he was not educated. A boy and uh, not coming from cultured family, made son means son, the only qualification was that. Uh, Nirupita Balaka gave a now. He was engaged as a boy servant to the yogis. Kaliju, people are suffering. They are all fallen, all meat eaters, all drunkards, all fifth grade, sixth grade men. Uh, they are puffed up. But actually, they are fifth, sixth, and tenth grade men. Uh, not even gentlemen. Uh, therefore, my Guru Maharaj used to say that no gentleman can leave here. Uh, the society is so politic. But there is opportunity of serving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because the society is so fallen, therefore, there is good opportunity to serve Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's incarnation is to reclaim these fallen souls. So, you have got the opportunity to serve Sri Chaitanya please Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, because he wanted the fallen souls to be delivered. Krishna also wants. Jada uh, hi, uh, Grani Bhavati Bharata. Uh, Dharmasa, Grani Bhavati Bharata. Krishna comes. This is… God's business is going on like that. He is very anxious to reclaim all these rascals who are rotting in this material world. Krishna is always anxious. He comes Himself. He comes as devotee. He comes, as senses, bona fide servant, bona fide son. So this is Krishna's concern, to reclaim all these fallen souls. Therefore, these are the opportunity. The yogini, the Jogina, they are traveling all over the world. Only during the rainy season they are resting. Not that in other season, eating, sleeping. No. Because in the rainy season, to travel there is inconvenience. Therefore only four months. So during the four months, wherever they stay, Simply be, being served by somebody as like a boy servant, they become delivered. There is no question of preaching, simply giving the opportunity to serve ah, the fallen souls become delivered. But you must be competent not to take service for nothing. Uh, then you'll go to hell. If you are actually in spiritual position, then by giving others little opportunity to serve you, he will be delivered. No question of understanding the philosophy. The devotee must be so perfect. The system is, therefore, as soon as one sees a devotee falls down and takes the, touches the feet, this is the system, because by touching the feet, uh, mahat padara jo uh, If one is actually elevated to the spiritual life, and people take the opportunity of touching his lotus feet, then he becomes devoted. Uh, this is the problem. So here, how he began, and Arad-mune will be described, but here, if he said, one thing is that when you are liberated, uh, just like in the Bhagavad Gita, it is said that "takta mamit." you become an associate of Narayan, Krishna, uh, Vishnu, then you can remember your past lives. Remember your past lives. Just like you can remember your dreams, I was dreaming like that. So this is all dream, Our this life at the present moment, because this body is false. So whatever we are acting, it is just like dream. Like like in dream, at night we also work. So this is gross dream and that is subtle dream. But real life is spiritual life. We foolish people, we are taking this life as a permanent life, permanent settlement. Uh, uh, it is not permanent settlement. Here, Narasimha is Nārājumuni saying, "Aham pura, othito bhavi, abhavaṁ bhavi." This nature, just like everything material, bhutta bhutta praliyate. It appears for some time, like bubbles in the ocean, few seconds. Again, finished. The whole cosmic manifestation in which we are, millions and millions of years, it is just like a bubble in the ocean. It is just like a bubble. bhutta praliya. it is said in the Bhagavad Gita. So, Narad Mani confirms that formally in the millennium, that is Brahma's night. When Brahma's night comes, uh, the everything becomes devastated in water. Sasa yuga arhat arhājyat-brahmano vidu First of all, yuga One yuga means forty-three hundred thousands of years. Multiply it by one thousand. That is the period of manifestation. Now what is the period? Forty-three lakhs of years. And multiply it by thousand. How many years? Four point three billions. Huh? Eh? Four, billion. Four point three billions of years this thing will go on. And then again, what uh, this is Khondaprala. Uh Khanda Prala means when Brahmas day and night. Uh, but there is mahapralaya that will stay, you know, you do not know how many millions of years. But this is called millennia. So narada remembers this. Therefore he says, Ahangapura purā atitā This is called bhavo. bhāva. Bhāva means to come into existence and again finish. Just like this, bhāva-saṁsāya. It is called Bhava Samshan. Baba Samsan means uh, I have got this body and it will be finished. Again I shall get another body, again it will be finished. Uh, so where is the science to understand these things? Uh, who can explain? Where is the scientist? Pura, Uthito, Bhavi. Is there any scientist? Is there? So what is the knowledge? Very meager knowledge. Two plus two, that's all. <laughs> and they are very much proud. Who can explain this? Purā utita bhāve. They do not know purā, do not know utita bhāve. And abhavaṁ. And I existed. And I can remember. Is that perfection possible? Uh, but this is a fact. Uh, this is a fact. You, one may believe or not believe. They are making research in institutions. Uh-huh. Big B. Yesterday man was speaking. You know, but is this research? Research here. And Naran Muni says that in my previous life I was like this. What is where is the research? you uh-huh. so comparing this or comparing that. Uh, real research is here. Uh, if actually one is a research scholar, now what does this Bhāgavata say? Purā-autita-bhāve. What is this? Go on research. That is it. That is real research So, purā-autita-bhāve ava-vaṁ mune. Uh, mune. He is addressing the verse, the yeah. mune. Mm. So I was the son of a med servant, and I was engaged as the boy servant of yogis and they were taking rest for four months. So I had the opportunity of serving them four months as their boy servant just to take whatever they left prasadam. I used to take to wash their dishes or to wash their cloth. In this way he got the Opportunity of serving perfect devotees for four months and became Nārada. This is the important. This is the important. That simply by rendering salpa your darvasa trayate mahato he became Nārada, meaning means was saved from the mahato very great, fearful, dangerous position. What is that fearful, dangerous position? They do not care. We are so full that we are always on the brink of dangerous position. If we don't utilize this life properly, I may fall down again to this cycle of birth and death. Tathāde āntara prāpti, I shall get another body. There is no guarantee what kind of body I am going to get, I do not know. This foolish civilization is going. Save them by this Krishna consciousness, that is the best welfare activity. Thank you very much.